Thank you. I'm a uh, physician from St. Louis, and uh, I want to thank you and everyone here because I'm one of these uh, doctors that really doesn't know anything about money or finance. The money comes in, but I don't know what to do with it. Uh, I'm not able to really evaluate the financial strength of a company, but I can evaluate the ethical strength of the company, and that's why I feel real comfortable, I think most of us here, uh, having our savings in uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And the Thank you. <laughs> Uh, this question has probably been asked in different ways already, but uh, uh, several years ago, a fellow I know who was, uh, had been manager of Magellan Fund uh, warned that we were going to have a terrible decade or so in the stock market because of all the things people have brought up so far, the increasing interest rates and runaway uh, spending and decreasing dollar and stagflation maybe right around the corner, social security problems. And even what Charlie Munger referred to is that uh, most of our best and brightest graduates, I find, are going into uh, money management rather than they're not becoming doctors or molecular biologists or PhDs in, uh, uh, in chemical engineering. And so uh, in view of the fact that uh, a year or two ago, people, there was still an ebullience of emotion about the stock market going up and making everyone rich just by having their money in the stock market. It seems like that ebullience has dropped, and, and I'm hearing in anticipation of a bear market. And you wrote, I think several years ago, that it's hard to make money in a bull market, and the real opportunities come in a bear market. So I'm wondering if you would give us a clue as to what your strategies are going to be if it's really true that the market gets dismal uh, over the next few years. Well, if the, if the market gets cheaper, we'll, we will have many more opportunities to do intelligent things with money. Now, whether we'll, we'll blow on the money in the meantime or something is another question. But, but, you know, we are going to be buying things, one thing or another, operating businesses, stocks, high-yield bonds, whatever. We're going to be buying things uh, for as long as I live. Just as long, just like I'm going to be buying groceries. Longer than that, Warren. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Charlie is just waiting to take over after I. <laughs> and I'm going to be buying groceries the rest of my life. Now, would I rather have grocery prices go up or down if I'm going to be buying groceries tomorrow and next week and next month and next year? And the answer is obviously, if I'm a net buyer, I, I'm, I, I, would, I will do better if prices are, are, are lower. We have no, we're not good at forecasting markets. I mean, knew that we were getting enormous bargains in the mid-70s. We knew that the market went crazy to some extent in the, in the late 90s. But we don't have much, we, we don't spend any time, Charlie and I spend no time thinking or talking about what the stock market is going to do, because we don't know. Uh, we do know sometimes that we're getting very good value for our money when we buy some, some stocks or some bonds, as it may be. But we are not operating on the basis of any kind of macro forecasts uh, about stocks. And there's always a list of reasons you gave a few. There's always a list of reasons why the country will have problems tomorrow, and there, but there's always a list of opportunities which don't get mentioned quite as often. So we don't sit down and make a list of the bad things that are happening in the economy and the good things that are happening and therefore expecting the stock market. It might not 
it, it, it doesn't behave that way even if you, if, if you could correctly forecast some of the bad things or good things. Overall, I'm an enormous bull on the country. I mean, over time, I mean, this is the most remarkable uh, success story in the history of the world, if you think about it. I mean, in 1790, we had less than 4 million people in this country. We had, there were 290 million people in China. There were 100 million people in Europe. You know, and, and they all had the same intellect we had. They were in the same general climate. They had lots of natural resources. And 215 years later, that, those 3.9 million people, I think, actually, uh, you know, I have 39 million people, I think, actually, uh, you know, I have 30% or so of the world's GDP. So it does not make sense to bet against America. That doesn't mean all our policies are smart or anything. But I would not, I do, I do not get pessimistic on the country. You know, I worry about the, I mean, the big, the big worry is, is what can be done by uh, either terrorists or government, governments that have access to nuclear, chemical, or biological weapons. But, but in terms of the basic economics of the country, your children are going to live better than you live, and your grandchildren are going to live better than than your children live. Uh, and and we we do not focus on 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 on, on macro factors. That, uh, Charlie. Well, I agree with you that the economics of the country are probably going to increase for a considerable period ahead. But I suspect that in very important ways we are at or near the apex of a great civilization. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if you leave the NCB, nuclear, chemical, biological, but I, I, I do not feel that way, but uh, uh, you'll get to see which one of us is right 20 or 30 years from now. But, uh, uh, it... I have seen more people pass up opportunities uh, because they get they get focused on a single economic variable or a single problem that the country faces, uh, and they forget about about the good things. I mean, if you can buy very good businesses at attractive prices, it's crazy to say, I think I'll sit this out because it might get a little cheaper next year or something of the sort and because the world's going to go to hell. Uh, I, we just, we've never operated that. We've never decided not to buy a business we like because of a macro view, have we? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to get him to really agree with you. <laughs> I've been working on it for years. Number 11.